Yeah. So, what's up, people? Yeah, that was a little snippet about the Karina Vetrano case. Now, I didn't do a I didn't do a podcast about that because uh, you know I just let's wait and see whatever 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 whatever. Then we waited and we seen and um, it showed that uh, I suspect. I suspect that it was it was it was kind of foul. I I didn't I didn't think that that guy did it in the first place because number one that girl looked pretty fit, and you know that guy looked pretty frail. You know what I'm saying? So she would have definitely put up put up a fight on him. Yeah, she would have definitely put up put up a good fight on his ass, no doubt about it. So I don't think. I don't think I don't think it was him because he just he just not I don't think he's just fit enough to fight with that girl and do all of that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, seriously. Cuz that girl, you know, she was a real tough cookie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she was a tough cookie. Well, I don't know that for sure, but like, you know, giving her workout regimen and you know, just looking at her like, you know what I'm saying? She was into her fitness. So, she would have put up a good fight on his ass. She'd probably beat his ass and I believe that so with that said when they when they called him out I was like look at this guy you know what I mean the vest looked like it was more heavier than him yeah they had him wearing a vest like when they first hauled him out the vest looked like it was more heavier than him so so we waited and then the jury came back and, and it was, you know, it was like, nah, it was a hung jury, whatever the case is. So that really, really, in that, in that, in that county too. So that really, and, and, you know, that showed that there was stuff in, 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 in the, uh, in the trial evidence that we didn't hear about that was probably some damning evidence against the cops or against the, the prosecution, which, you know, compelled the jury to say, yo, it's still it, it it's still add up here, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm pretty sure the people in the jury wanted it to add up, you know what I'm saying? But what they were given by the prosecution was like, what the hell is this? What were you supposed to do with this? You know what I mean? And they was like, nah, we can't do nothing with this. So now they retried him, and now we got prosecutorial misconduct. You know what I'm saying? Prosecutorial misconduct. Which means it should be immediate mistrial. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because the fact that the prosecution took DNA samples from 368 black men, that gives uh, the defendant reasonable doubt. You know what I'm saying? And they, and they, withheld, they withheld that discovery evidence that they... Uh, took DNA evidence of 367 black men before they zeroed in on him. Yeah. So now, what, 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 what were the DNA results of the other 367 black men? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did you test them? You know. Yeah. Was it point? You know what I mean? Like, and why did you initially suspect two white men? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many questions that these that 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 is now being raised about this trial 
absent of guilt or innocent. You know what I'm saying? And this is and this is the and this is this is the bullshit. You know what I mean? And and you know something that the Queen's prosecution office they did the family a disservice. Yeah, the Queen's prosecution office, the the police, they did the family a disservice. Yeah, they uh they engaged in misconduct. try to get a sensationalist verdict which backfired in their face so now they thought that they have it you know all airtight and now it's more sensationalism you know what I mean more sensationalism so now forget about whether the guy is guilty or innocent we already we already know he's innocent because you know what I mean if the jury says it in the first trial that things didn't add up and now in the second trial, all of this new shit coming out that's not looking good for the prosecution. It's almost looking like they're trying to frame him for it. That's what it's looking like. You know what I'm saying? So now you're doing a family a disservice instead of being good prosecutors and, 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 you know, if the evidence didn't lead to him, don't try to pile it on him to try to use racial imagery like you used to do back in the days, because this is a this is almost like a back in the days sort of situation where it's like, you know, uh, white woman, pretty white woman in, um, you know, uh, white white neighborhood gets killed, and they put a black suspect up there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they wanted to create outrage, but now the only outrage they created is outrage against themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The only outrage they created is outrage against themselves because it's outrageous how they can uh, engage in, in prosecutorial and police misconduct in relation to this case. Because that's what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they, put, if they put as much effort into doing real detective work as they do into um, hiding stuff and, and engaging in misconduct, then this case probably would have been further along than it is right now. Because right now the case is being stalled by inappropriate behavior by officials. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, that, that in itself, you know, causes the case to be, uh, you know, declared a mistrial. You know what I'm saying? So then it's now you, you, now you just using resources and not yielding any results. Because that's exactly what, what what's happening. You know. I mean, initially, like, when you look at the tape of her jogging across that camera. That would be my first, that would be my first step. That camera. Who's behind that camera? That's what I'm asking. Who's behind that camera? When, okay, who's behind the camera? Does that camera move by itself or, or is somebody panning that camera? It looks like the camera pans. No, it looks like the camera, it looks like the camera is, uh, is, is manually panned. Yeah, it don't look like it's, um, 
it moves on image because her image is too far away for it to um for it to pick it for it to pick her up as like a you know unless it's some high tech camera and I don't think it's that so if if it's not a high tech camera then I mean somebody is moving that camera watching that girl so that would be my first conversation. I'd have to, I like to have conversations with that person. What do you, you know? Why were you watching her? Okay, she looks good. Okay, I hear that. You have any other tapes of her? Yeah, straight up. You have any other tapes of her? Do you keep tapes? Like old, uh, recordings of your of your uh surroundings and then you I like to see them and if he yeah cuz it more than likely it looks like he see that girl come by there every day you know what I'm saying he see her run by there every day with her tight little body and uh, you know he just like he just like looking at her, so that's why he panned the camera. That's what it looks like to me. And uh, one day he just uh, decided to meet her at a good area where he's familiar with. Cause I I would ask him where was he. On the, on the day, you know, Miss Vetrano was murdered. Because I don't think that's her last images. I think that's one of the images. So, yeah. I would start, I would start at the camera guy. <laughs> Yeah, I would start at the camera guy, definitely. Because and it's definitely it's definitely a white man that did that. Yeah, it's definitely a white man. A white man who watched her run all the time and uh, you know, watched where she ran and was like one day I'm gonna, you know, meet her. Yeah. It's definitely a white man that did that. And I think, you know, they're protecting, they're protecting somebody. That's what I think. And it looks like that to me. It looks like, because, you know, he talked about he had a hunch. That's the detective. Oh, he had a hunch. Really? That don't, that's, that's not going to fly. You had a hunch. Yeah, right. That just sounds suspect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that sounds real suspect. But, um... It is... We'll see what... Well, they're going to have to declare a mistrial. Yeah, they're going to have to declare a mistrial. Because I don't see how they're going to... You know, I'll see how the jury is not is gonna be able to, you know, 
yeah, it's going to have to be a mistrial. Then they're going to have to do it over again if they're going to want to do it over again. So, the prosecution did some stupidness. They should have played the game. They should have played. They should have played ball properly, and let the facts fall where they may. At least they put on a good case. But no, they wanted to engage in prosecutorial misconduct. So, you know, you done victimized that girl again. You victimized that girl, the family. And Queens again. So, psh, whatever. Craziness. Anyway, this is the Realness About Things podcast. Spreading love, speaking truth, making some power moves.